everyone. This is Casey Alana. And this is Brittany. <laughs> and we are back with another episode of The Tequila Tales Unleashed podcast where we discuss everything love and relationships. I think I'm going to add love and relationships with a twist. Yes. Because we talk about everything, I feel like. Yes. And it's not just love and relationships. Because um, we veer off in all kind of random shit. We do. But I mean, the base does include love and relationship right it's based, it's based around love and relationships but i feel like it takes all kinds of turns true i'm not against it i'm just saying i feel do i need to add that for the listeners like there's also a twist like like a twist that you would add to an alcoholic beverage okay for instance you'd be like yo can i get a margarita with a twist you order margarita with a twist no. All right. Okay. I don't drink a lot. I'm just saying that's a good example of with a twist. Okay. In my mind. I'm not okay. saying it is a good example. I'm just saying that. In your mind. Now you yeah. sound like General Seti. Who? In your mind. Who's General Seti? Girl, the guy who went, um, who was in that, uh, you know, conscious beef with. Um, oh, shit. Right. <laughs> this nigga here. With Dr. Umar Johnson. We uh, we kind of discussed Dr. Umar Johnson quite a bit in the last episode, which was hilarious. They haven't had their, um, what's it called? Their debate off? Their debate off yet. No, because that's a shit show. That's not going to happen. Why not? I kind of wanted it to happen. No, no. It was sadness on <laughs> the internet, but it was straight travesty. Mm-hmm. To see a man's career tank in less than 35 minutes. My issue was that you know, okay, let me just give you a little backstory. Okay. Oh, okay. just listeners, FYI, Omar Isaac not here this week, but that's all right. We gonna have him back as soon as we possibly can. But me and Brittany are about to hold this shit down for y'all. Yes. So this weekend, I saw Hidden Figures. You did. So and you good. you saw without me. I did. I don't know how I feel about that. <sighs> You know, because this was my heavy bill check. Like, I had to pay some shit this time around. <laughs> you know, like, carnal insurance and life shit and, you know, I kid shit. I feel like you're being unrealistic about me and my private time and when I want to go see movies and that you I can be to. unrealistic as much as, as much as I want. Okay, it's whatever. Fine. So, what anyway, I- point is, I saw Hidden Figures. You saw it. How did you feel about it? it Tell was me am- about it. It was amazing. Okay. And I also looked at Taraji Henson in a different way. Like, I like Taraji Henson, but so Isaac Paul, you know, one of our uh, special guests that we have on quite a bit, also the host of Tequila Tales, mm-hmm. he posted something on Facebook talking about, like, he did a, a silly post, like, what actors always play the same parts? Oh, and Taraji does it. Taraji is Taraji in basically every movie. Even if she's trying not to be Taraji, that heifer is Cookie Taraji, in yes. every... For real. And what's so crazy is Cookie sums up her entire career. Yes. That's what's crazy. And Cookie's great. But you know what, though? Yeah. I'm gonna take that back. Not really. What you mean? The role she played in that movie with um, Edges Elba, where he kidnapped her. You're right. I'll she her was that. not that. She was actually, mm-hmm. actually, her husband looked at her as not attractive. Like she was that housewife, 
The one where Idris was crazy and he was like the killer. Right. It just turned out that he was looking for the husband. He wasn't looking for her. Okay. You know, like right, the right, husband right. mentioned something about her being overweight. Correct. You know, so like that's not Taraji. Taraji's usually the bad bitch with the attitude. True. You know what I'm saying? But so. here's when I say that they play the same characters, I don't necessarily mean that they their character for every movie is the same. But that when they act in those characters, oh. their portrayal is it's basically the same. So even though she was in that particular, she did have her a little spicy, yeah, you know, very spicy. And I lo- and I love that about her. But it's Taraji Henson, like that's who she is. But in this movie, so you mean something? She didn't have no attitude in this movie. No, no, no. I mean, okay, so she did have a moment where she went out. She went off on some on some niggas okay. like she she went off on their ass they gotta give her the moment right you gotta give her that one cookie 15 minute monologue but she was she played her character well i was yeah. very impressed with her great yeah so, so how i was, was, I was um, janelle monet she was great because it's the first time we get to see her in an acting role yeah yes i loved her um and okay full disclosure yeah i love janelle monet I love everything she represents. I'm not a fan of her music. There we go. I was just about to say, I'm yeah. not a big fan. Now, yeah. let me say this. I like her because I feel like she's expressive of what she likes. Mm-hmm. And I like that, that fearless attitude. Mm-hmm. You know, especially as an African-American, you can't let people put you in a box. Right. So if you feel like you want to do something a specific type of way. Mm-hmm. Do it. Don't let them dictate who you should be. Right. Everybody's not Beyonce. No. I mean, hell, when you think about if anybody's ever had the opportunity to look at um, Lady Gaga's story. Yeah. Oh, I love me some Lady Gaga. Love me some Lady Gaga, yeah. but I hate the fact that they had to construct her. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. And that's something she has to deal with that she couldn't be her in order to be successful. Did you ever read why Janelle Monet said she wore suits all the time? No. Okay. So I hope this is still legit because I remember reading this, but I've been drinking. <laughs> Haven't fact checked it yet. Right. You know, we drink at Tequila Tales Unleashed. And Let me so, tell you something. Can I just say something sidebar? Because certainly. And we'll get back to it. But me and Casey tend to do this a lot where we start conversations and then we end up in other shit. So I hope y'all can follow through with this conversation. Please do. Because see... Isaac, Omar, <laughs> our other guests, Jesse, um, Althee. Right. They always keep us focused. They do. But when we buy ourselves, shit it just goes, goes left. left. Okay. Well, no, no, no. What happens is that's my job to keep everybody else on point. But since I don't have you all to kind of fill in the gaps and I'm focusing on the notes and the whole thing, Jeez. I am all over the place. Listen, so we'll see. I hope y'all keep up. Yes. I forgot what the fuck I was just about to say <laughs> about why. <laughs> that's because you've been drinking too much of that damn tequila. Oh, oh so that that's tequila's so cheap. That's let, me, let me tell you about Catamarina. Okay. Is that how you say it? That's the tequila? That's the tequila. I never I'm even drinking. heard of that bullshit. Cat, it's got a wooden top. And for y'all that know, it's fourteen ninety nine. It looks classy. It looks classy. Then a motherfucker looks like some shit off you of a, a beach with a plank and a boat next to it <laughs> or gonna, something. You're going to cry in the car. You're going to cry in the car. <laughs> but listen. <laughs> Damn, I lost it. Okay, no. So mm-hmm. listen, here's the deal. Mm-hmm. It's Tequila Tales. Yep. And 
the the whole idea about tequila tales is that you have that moment to unwind let loose and be real right so yes it includes a drink <laughs> and i encourage all of you if you're at work school <laughs> home in the car turn up in the get car you a drink listen we're don't gonna judge go to jail me. don't judge me no shit Look, happens hey hey listeners don't listen to Brittany about your drinking <laughs> All I'm habits. Is if you want to go ahead and turn up, <laughs> it may be 10 o'clock a.m. where you at, but it's nine o'clock somewhere. Okay. <laughs> and it's a Saturday somewhere, it's a right? Saturday is that what you're going to tell these listeners? You're going to lie to them. Somebody just cashed a big ass check that changed their life. Let's celebrate it. <laughs> Raise, your Raise your glasses. Raise people. your glasses. Raise your glasses. Yeah. So, success. so Janelle Monet, I'm, like I said, I hope that the this is still correct. Um, but I remember reading an article about why, because people were asking why does she wear a suit all the time or like a tuxedo style outfit. She's she's moved away from that in recent years. Um, but, you know, slightly she'll put a dress on here and there, that kind of thing. Uh-huh. But she always started in a suit. Right. And so. she said that she her father, I think, was a janitor or something of that nature where he was in a uniform all the time. And she really respected that. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I wanted to be in a uniform like that's what I felt like I should be doing. And then she also said and this is where I was like, OK, Janelle, like <laughs> you my bitch. This. She said, my body is so amazing that I don't want that to be the focus of my work. Bitch, yes. high fucking virtual five to you. <laughs> virtual high five, Janelle. Yes, virtual <laughs> high fucking five. I love it because let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. All these fuck ass Instagram models Ugh. and Facebook models and started. women out here who are trying to, you all in the gym and you half naked and you making shit pop. Why you You're in so the gym? basketball wife. Girl, it, has anybody ever noticed that basketball wives are not basketball wives? There's maybe They're one divorced. wife. divorced. Or were never married to them. They so, dated them or whatever the case. That's false fucking advertisement. It's, <laughs> that's what that is. It, me, it should be called exes. basketball exes. No, it should be called basketball affiliates. Life. Or basketball life. Basketball affiliates. These people are loosely related. Like loosely. Like, um, I'm, okay, this is how it starts. Hi, I'm Jeanette and... <laughs> I knew a guy that played for the Denver Nuggets. Is that even still a team? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I knew a guy from the Denver Nuggets. And I have a baby and a really long weave. So, yes. And <laughs> I'm looking to make some money off of you idiots because you guys are going to watch this shit every week. Because, because I'm going to catch an attitude. And I throw and, bottles. And I throw bottles. <laughs> Bitch. No, I'm shaming. Go. I'm shaming. You're and I'm okay with it. I'm I've accepted that these hoes out here are doing the fucking most Let me on these something. damn reality shows. Let me tell you something. Just my for favorite, a and I don't watch Basketball Wives, but my favorite basketball wife is Tammy Roman. Mm. Let me tell you why. She was I'm married to a basketball player she one was. time. Mm-hmm. I'm 100% against Basketball Wives, but I love me some Tammy Roman. Okay. And let me tell you why. Please. Bitch, get yours. <laughs> Do you hear me? Mm-hmm. Get yours. Mm-hmm. She has not. Ch- 
changed who she is. She is who she is from day one mm-hmm. up until now with the infamous Bonnet Chronicles that she posts. She does. And they're kind of I love funny. them. I kind of. Yeah, what? I, I repost those things <laughs> as many times as I can. She's hilarious. That's because you read She'd it, be baby. out here like, get your money, bitches. You would put a get bonnet on and do a YouTube what? video. I want her to invite me <laughs> to do a side-by-side Bonnet Chronicles. you like, I can be her I man. just woke up. I have my bonnet on. I Got can my do bonnet this on. with you. Matter of fact, I would pay for one of these black owned awesome companies to design me an Afro bonnet. Okay, with yes. some black shit on it. You know, something profound that says on the side. With and a, then the continent. You know, like or something that says like the, black the is beautiful, beautiful sure. is black, live your life yes. and be great. Fist up. What? Fist up. And I would co do Body Chronicles with Tammy. I think that shit would be fun as hell. You think so? Yes. I, like I think it. I would have a lot to say. I think you would too. But we got to fit it in like, what, a minute? Not even? Yeah, they're short. They're like 30 to 30 seconds to a minute, maybe? Yeah. Well, I'm a fan. 100% of Tammy. Yeah. So I take Tammy out the mix. Mm hmm. And the rest of them bitches are just... <laughs> you put them together. Okay. Girl, they are like despicable. Well, let's jump into the topic. <clears throat> it's called Fine Lines. Oh. What do you think about when you heard that? As you sip your drink? Bullshit. <laughs> do you want to elaborate? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fine Lines. Meaning that there's a way to interpret it this way or that way. Mm-hmm. Okay. So... When I say bullshit, I mean that there's a way for people to play on either end or play both ends Mm -hmm. or play both sides or whatever. But, um, yeah, that's interesting bullshit. I just overall (laughs) like, I mean, I feel like, yeah, bullshit overall. I'm gonna stick with that. Okay. When I, when I hear the word, I think about fine lines and wrinkles (laughs) and I think, (laughs) I think about like Revlon commercials (laughs) Get your big. I don't want to grow up. I'm a Toys R Us kid. I'm just saying. Okay. Do they even play that commercial anymore? Uh, not anymore. But that was in my, you know, memory bank. So I don't know what age that falls into. But I, I know, right? Um. So what can be, you know, what has a lot of foggy lines and a lot of blurry lines? I guess would be um, a way to describe it is cheating yes what would you consider cheating (sighs) (laughs) and we only have a certain amount of time (laughs) so do not as i spend all night (laughs) with a definition (laughs) on what you consider cheating (laughs) i have a very simple definition oh okay of cheating okay if you can't share it with me Mm. then bitch you're cheating Okay. I don't give a fuck if it's coffee, conversation, or a signed piece of paper. Mm. If you can't share the interaction with me mm-hmm. and you feel like, ah, now nah, I'm going to keep it to myself, mm-hmm. ho, you're cheating. Okay. All right. Let me ask you a question then. Yes. Because I didn't know you were going there. <laughs> Although, <laughs> I like it because that's, yes. that's a pretty good rule. Yes. Your spouse or significant other knows that you are this way. That that is your rule on cheating. Yes. But he has a business and 
he knows that if he makes these connections with certain people in certain industries okay. and he needs to establish relationships with them, doesn't necessarily need to be romantic, obviously. Right. But he's like, I need to solidify this and I need to spend time with this person. And so that by the time I'm ready to pitch them or ask them for a favor, I can do that. And it's not weird. Okay. Um. So he has to take Susie so-and-so to lunch or uh-huh. for coffee on a monthly or bi-weekly basis or something like that. And uh-huh. he chooses not to share that with you because it can look, especially if she is fine as hell. Okay. But she owns, you know, whatever. Right. Um, is that still cheating to you? Yes. Because that's your rule. That's my rule. Because here's the deal. In my relationships, everything is on the table. I'm inquisitive like a motherfucker. <laughs> I'm the most supportive person ever in your lifetime. Mm-hmm. Okay? So I want to know. How's work, babe? Mm-hmm. What's going on? Are mm-hmm. oh, you working on that? Mm-hmm. You got it. You got this shit. Right. So once you got it and you taking this bitch out to lunch, you need to be coming home like, babe, I took so-and-so to lunch. Things sound good. Mm-hmm. Great. I'm happy for you, babe. So next week, take that bitch and get some salmon. High five. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. And the moment you stop sharing those interactions with me, mm-hmm. I feel like there's something else going on. Something right. that you feel like I'm going to look at your ass sideways for. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit about you doing your job mm-hmm. and, and, and the hustle and you coming out and doing what you need to do. I'm not going to get in the way of you making our money. Right. Make our money. Because it's our money. It's Capital our money. O-U-R, boom. You know, what you do helps me yes. continue with my therapeutic time. Okay. <laughs> so, which includes which spa includes days. Spa days. Okay. <laughs> I'm itching for one right now. And he knows it. Joking he party. knows that. I keep Join talking it. about it. He'd be like, yeah, that's expensive. I'd be like, ah, <laughs> right. Ah. I'm going to need the five hour one. <laughs> Where I'm in a robe. Where I'm in a robe and in the bathtub and shit happening. Champagne. So I expect him to tell me okay. about those things. Even though it's directly related to his business, mm-hmm. I expect him to tell me so that I can be encouraging and uplifting. Why wouldn't you want me to be a part of that success okay. in your life? So when you keep that from me, mm-hmm. so you want to fuck her? Oh, God. Okay. Is that what you're thinking about? Why you don't want to tell me? Because I'm going to see the top lip of your face <laughs> crumble. <laughs> Like tremor, tremor, and my girl says she saw you. So what's up? Right, what's up? So you ain't okay. tell me. So let's take hypothetical, same scenario, but you're no longer Brittany. You're um, a wife or a girlfriend who is insecure about her man spending time with other women, regardless of how legitimate it is or not. And not to say that there's anything. um, Yes, that's something that people need to work on and that they probably should go to therapy for, because I think that that kind of insecurity is um, an individual thing. And it very seldom has anything to do. Like it may have come from having horrible partners in the past and, you know, people kind of creating that for you. Um, But it's something you need to deal with on your own eventually. Yeah. Um, But you're in this you're in this relationship now and you have that insecurity. And just because you have that insecurity doesn't mean you need to be single or that, you know, you can't still be married or whatever the case. Um, You're that person. okay? (laughs) And you you don't handle your man being around other women. Well, 
Right. Should he still disclose this information? And if he doesn't, is he cheating? Yes. Okay. Double yes. <laughs> Let me tell you why. <laughs> what? Especially for the bitch who's insecure. Okay. The bitch who's insecure needs to know everything. What? She needs to know everything <laughs> mm-hmm. because she's insecure. But what if she's gonna slash his tires and shit she's not and gonna slash his tires you don't let me tell you something here's the deal she's unstable as well she's as unstable that. but he likes that shit and he knows how to handle mm. that unstable shit okay you only fuck with somebody who's halfway kilter kilter because you like it true you know what i'm saying that's bars right there yeah, seriously absolutely if you have you like that psycho, shit a little bit i'm not fucking with you right <laughs> you don't have no time for bail money right or you destroying my shit mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. so if she's insecure he more more so needs to let her know what's going on mm-hmm. babe i get you don't like me having female friends this bitch is not a friend this bitch is our mortgage mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. i need to take her to lunch because that's what i do mm-hmm. and that's how i get this deal mm-hmm. so i need you to sit here i'll come back and tell you how it happened mm-hmm. and what happened and if we making money or not okay oh my god i can't believe you gotta take care of lunch why can't you just send a bitch a gift basket <laughs> no i have to take this whole out this works it's not how it works <laughs> right. so he needs to be even more aggressive but what he needs to do, don't let what she says mm-hmm. interrupt his moves, interrupt okay. his hustle. But he needs to tell her He needs what's to be good. even more uh, communicative. And of, he needs to be strong. Okay. Because see, from this woman, the insecure woman, he's not getting encouragement. Mm-hmm. He's not getting a pat on the back, baby, you'll do better. Right. He's not getting that nurture moment. Mm-hmm. What he's getting is that side eye, like, all right. Okay, mm-hmm. take the bitch to lunch. But I need to know mm-hmm. what's good. And she probably going to take off work, mm-hmm. sit at home, or follow his ass to mm-hmm. make sure they ain't... Did you, why you buy a bottle of wine? But why, would, why should he have to do that? That's not fair. What do like, you mean? okay, when you get into the, the business of sharing every single movement that you're doing, your life is no longer your own. Now, here's the deal. It's not, but here's the deal. Mm-hmm. So the woman who's insecure, number one, that man is taking up that responsibility to, to help her grow out of that mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. she's been scorned. Right. Something's happened. Which is cool. You you can all, you can should always help your partner grow. Exactly. But So in order to help her grow, you have to give her something to hold on to. Okay. So until she has some type of concrete Tangible. trust, mm-hmm. like, okay, He's telling me and I have nothing to fear because he's going to be real with me. And if there's anything going on, he's going to let me know Mm -hmm. until you get to that point. Mm -hmm. You have to be very strong in who you are Mm -hmm. strong in the fact that you love her. And that's where you want to be, because that situation will take work Mm -hmm. versus the woman who's not insecure and just really wants to know just because she wants to be that encouragement for you and really just wants to be there for you. Right. But okay. in my opinion, if you hide anything, if you don't say any, and I'm just saying this from personal experience mm-hmm. on me, mm-hmm. shit that I chose not to say mm-hmm. was because I knew it was fucked up. It was wrong. It you was shouldn't wrong. have been doing I this shit. Did it. Right. If I, and there was no way I could spin it. Mm-hmm. Like no way to make it where it's like. Uh, so, I, okay. It, this is so funny because we'll get into these conversations and they veer off. We just talked about that. <laughs> but it, every time you make a comment, it it makes me think of something different. And mm-hmm. so so I feel like, you know how we talk about uh, checking your partner's phone or digging for information. Yeah. And it's probably not a good idea to do it because when you do, you almost always, always will find something that is not uh, pleasing to you or that you yes. will feel you know, has blurred the lines a little bit yes. or has been inappropriate. 
um do you feel like whatever like say you know you're exchanging text messages with people uh, or a person and they can border on the the inappropriate maybe Mm -hmm. an ex somebody that you're still friends with but it's not you know you ain't fucking them you ain't hanging out with them nothing like that but y'all you all will exchange a, a text message that's you probably shouldn't have said that shit you know you're in a relationship now mm-hmm. like that's eh. you know you just like the little bit of attention that they send your way every six weeks or whatever right is that cheating okay here's the deal <laughs> come on now because don't renege you can't renege okay so here's the deal it's cheating because you're seeking this this um, solace Cheating, really? like this you're seeking this this pleasurable gain from this outside person so if you're looking for someone to stroke your ego and tell you you're pretty or you're the best sex they ever had mm-hmm. your mate should be doing that for you okay. now I'm nowhere saying that this is common that people do this all the time there are some people who are in relationships where they are suffering because they don't know how to give each other what they need mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is, if you're getting that piece from somewhere else, then yeah, that's like emotionally cheating. But what if it's not? Okay. All right. We've got to dip into this emotional intimacy section. Yeah, but because but what if it's not? What if it's not an intimate or um, sexual conversation, but it's something that that's mildly inappropriate? Yeah. So um, if you entertain it, yeah. Okay. Because no, no, no. Let, okay. Let me give you this example. Like, say the text message you have a a child with your ex. Okay. You got a child with your new husband or okay. So you got two baby days now. Two. All right. Okay. Which is fine. That doesn't make you a bad person. It does not make you a bad person. No. I got two baby days. There we go. See. <laughs> Boom. Yep. Um, you tell the previous that he's the best father in the world. Your new husband could look at that and feel some kind of way about it, right? Mm-hmm. So that's not cheating, though. That's not cheating. Okay, but you are, you wouldn't tell your spouse about that text message, would you? Come on. Come on, lie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Lie to me, Brittany. I'm lie to your gonna, friends. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Number one, I wouldn't say it. Okay, uh, in my world, but hypothetically, if I said it, Mm -hmm. he must be going through some shit like suicidal. The ex? The ex, for me to have to encourage him like that. Like, you're the best dad in the world. No, 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 no. Let's say that you have an amazing relationship with your ex, your father's child. Okay. Your child's father. And he just did something incredible that made your child feel amazing. And your response was, you are the best dad ever. Okay, I don't see nothing wrong with that. Right. But would you share that with your spouse? <laughs> you, you, all I'm saying is you dancing around this question. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and we could play this game all, all night. night. Right, right. <laughs> but we ain't going to do it. <laughs> ain't got to do it. We ain't going to do it. Okay. Um, that's touchy. I think that I probably would. Let me, let me tell you something. Can mm-hmm. I just throw a disclaimer out there? Okay, so we can dance around it, but sure. Okay. <laughs> People listen. Okay, I've been to? through some shit. Talk to me. Okay, <laughs> I've been through some shit. So life has been pretty interesting when it comes to relationships with me. Mm-hmm. 
So at this point, I think that I'm in my grown woman pants. And okay. I think that's something like that. I would tell my current, like I told him that he was the best dad ever because X, Y, Z. Yes. And I think that low key kind of needs to hear that because maybe whatever. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. I think I will be honest because here's the deal. I'm so black and white and I can't get around it. I try to, it's not going to change. That's just how I am. So if I were to see something like that with his ex Mm -hmm. or whatever, Mm -hmm. I would immediately feel a certain kind of way. Nope. I would immediately feel like slapped in the face. Like I ain't shit. Especially if he hadn't told me or warned me about it. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, so what the fuck am I then? You know what I'm saying? Like, are y'all like, is this, are y'all meeting up for shit? And like, are y'all kicking in this shit? When I'm like, your mind just goes to the to worst. worst. To the Do worst. you guys have a house in the Bahamas, Bahamas? as well? <laughs> right. I mean, because we haven't bought a property. <laughs> no. So what's the problem? <laughs> right. I would immediately feel betrayed right. because he wasn't forthcoming. Like, and just letting me know like where his his state of mind was and and i think that's just kind of what it's about too like what but i think a big part of that though in that scenario is that say say what what was happening there the the previous father is um a better father like let's say that's legit oh like the the previous father is a better father than the new one not that it doesn't make him a bad person he's just not slightly it does they can stop the fuck no there are there are great men out there who not necessarily that they're bad fathers like they're there for them they um they provide financial support all of those things but they may not be that great at like communicating and expressing their feelings to their kids and stuff like that whereas the previous dad was really really great at that with the kids some people are really great at parenting and some other people are not, but they're great in relationships. You know what I mean? So like right. it doesn't make them a worse partner for you, but they may not have been the greatest parent of all times. So when you may have said that you could have been dead serious and the new parent or the new husband feel a certain kind of way, which he should. Right? Sure. But you wouldn't tell him that. Not if you meant it. <laughs> You wouldn't tell him ever. No, not if you meant it. Meant what? That the ex was a better father. That's right. fucked up. Like, <laughs> why would you pick that? Like, that's a fucked up scenario. And let's talk it's about... It's a realistic one, though. Let's talk about why you with this new nigga if he's a shitty-ass father. That's what I'm saying. He's not a <laughs> shitty father. He's just not as great of a parent as the previous dad. Okay. Which, you know, it's fine. It's just... So, okay, we've been talking about cheating. Yes. We're going to talk about emotional cheating. Yes. Because that know, happens a lot. Oh, that's that's some next People level. People out here running rampant. Oh, they and they don't wild. even know the, they'll know the difference. <laughs> Niggas running wild. Okay, what I want to know, though, is who you think is the greatest cheater of all times. Greatest cheater of all the times. The greatest cheater. Let, let's, let's name some of the greatest cheaters of all times. Just give me one. Brad Pitt. <laughs> Talk Brad about Pitt. taking your work home, baby. <laughs> and having the country side with you. Yeah. Like, girl. Nigga, everybody girl. was like, fuck Jen. <laughs> fuck with Angela right. because y'all is shit. off like, in the sunset. Who supports <laughs> you fucking around on your man? Right. Everybody was like, she ain't want to have his kids. Right. Brad, go do you, bitch. Because you the Angie shit. is kind of cool. She be doing these 
action movies. <laughs> She's Tomb Raider. Back like they never <laughs> left. <laughs> <laughs> exactly that's true okay so i'll give you brad pitt okay brad pitt okay i'm gonna give you i i get i i will raise you usher <laughs> usher <laughs> cheated on chili and put out the best r&b album of 2003 <laughs> the best r&b album girl these are my confessions <laughs> yes and he regrets that till today he does but i say go chili do you do you live boo. your life baby but usher came the fuck up off of confessions yes the best yes shit of my life all right i got another one okay who? I a couple, bitch. <laughs> couple best cheater of all time. Okay, Tiger Woods, Tiger, Tiger, Tiger Woods, and Elon. No, no. Let me. No, I'm gonna refute that. No, that Tiger, bitch took a golf club. Tiger to his took shit. an L. Tiger took an L when he cheated. He did. Tiger's the worst golfer on <laughs> earth now. This nigga ain't won a tournament. He won one. No, he won. <laughs> nigga's in rehab. He got an honorable mention and shit. <laughs> the niggas in rehab. He got a ribbon. He's in, he's in rehab. No. It, a tiger can't be on the list. Okay. Okay. Can, no, no, I, no. can I can I say one more real quick before we go? So, okay. in my research of best cheaters of okay. all time, uh-huh. I found some shit that I didn't know. Who? Okay. Sandra Bullock and Jesse James. Yes. Did you know what this motherfucker did? Jesse? Jesse. Uh, I knew he cheated, but I didn't really know much about the story. <laughs> What happened? <laughs> Why are you so excited? Every time I see this shit, I die laughing. Okay. So Jesse James. Now Sandra Bullock is a beast. This bitch is paid. Mm-hmm. She's done hell, they love Miss Congeniality. Yes. Whatever. You know, she's got her shit in order. They love the blind side. Yeah. I didn't like that whole white woman savior thing. But I didn't see it. it was but good. you know I can't see sad movies in it's my not lifetime. A sad movie. <laughs> Seems like it's sad. No, 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 it's good. It's a good movie, so, but it's a white and, woman and I know it's also a black child, right? Like, okay. it, but let me tell you, <laughs> this black child was fucking seven feet tall and oh, okay. three hundred pounds, like the linebacker of the year, bitch. Move this nigga is huge. You saw him on the street. You were like, let me adopt him and put him on this football team. And we about to come the fuck up. <laughs> the bitch saw an opportunity. She saw a gold mine. Yeah, <laughs> she saw. So Jesse James mm-hmm. cheated on Sandra. Okay. Okay. She. Okay. He fucked the stripper <laughs> who had the words "Pray for us sinners" tatted on her forehead. That sounds about right. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Strippers no. have the best tattoos. Gee, wait. It was wanna... on her forehead. <laughs> oh, no. Wait. My question is That's a what lie. drugs? I don't believe no, you. No, it was on her forehead. I refuse. Gee, this no. shit was pray for us sinners <laughs> smack that on her fucking forehead. <laughs> so when he nutted all on her face, oh god, it got all on the tattoo. It was blurred. Listen. <laughs> that whole Smarty. idea of cheating and upgrading yeah. didn't exist in that situation. She probably should have took him back. No, it sounded she's like now. to someone else. Yeah. But the killer part is Fuck you want Jesse James and his Fuck him. But I'm just for. Oh God. No. That shit just was crazy to me. Um, I'm going to go with the infamous 
Bill Clinton. <laughs> I did nobody, not have sexual relations nigga, with that don't woman. Don't nobody cheat and stay the president like Bill Clinton did. Nigga. And black people loved Bill Clinton. Love they Bill they Clinton. don't love him the way they used to love him. No. But um, they loved him some Bill but Clinton. But they loved him some Bill Clinton. And it was all from the cheating shit too. Like that that I don't think that made black people I actually think that gave them I said them like I'm not black. Right. Um I think that created a bond with Bill Clinton that uh we may not have had. Like you know, we had the saxophone. We liked that shit. We liked the jazz. You right. know what I'm saying? Like we the had jazz. we had the jazz. Right. Um we didn't know he was sign signing bills that were going to keep black men incarcerated the way they are now. We yeah. didn't have that or we weren't focused on that back then. But it was like, oh shit, you cheated on your wife. You're a normal guy. You kept your wife and kept your job, fam. Kept your wife, kept your job, and you told these niggas in they face. I did try not have to, sexual Try to impeach me. See what the fuck happens. Like, I fucks with you. Like, yeah. Bill Clinton for MVP. I got another one. Who? Stop. How you going to take a bite and then try to <laughs> keep bad. talking? Because the look is getting real. <laughs> okay. Um, Halle Berry and Eric Benet. This nigga claimed sexual addiction and went to rehab. Okay. Yes. <laughs> you cheat on Halle Berry? <laughs> Let me tell you something. First of all, everybody's cheated on Halle Berry. Everybody that she's been with has cheated. I think her pussy dry. I don't. Broken pussy. <laughs> Insecure comes up in this podcast every episode. I think her pussy dry because she's <sighs> beautiful. I don't know about that. Let me tell you something. What is it? Many pretty women, most pretty women get fucked, uh, cheated on. Okay, and why? Because every who um who what comedian? I think it was a comedian that said this. Every all pussy becomes old pussy. They said at some point, meaning your you know the woman is gonna eventually be as beautiful as she is becomes old news. Like you get used to it. And so somebody, I think they said something about like, there's nothing like new pussy. Mm -hmm. Excuse my language. This is not suitable for work. <laughs> Y'all didn't know already. Uh, um, Tequila Tales Unleashed is never suitable for work. So just. Uh, just don't put this shit on. Yeah. Don't. Look, if you have an office, cool. But like. Get you some headphones. Right. Something. Um, so. <laughs> so the fact that you are just attractive is not enough to keep someone from cheating on you. So I've never. I've never felt like because Halle Berry is so beautiful that she can. She's exempt from being cheated on. I think everybody can be cheated on. But I feel like with her career and the different roles that she played, that she would be a cultured individual and she would have a lot to say. It doesn't mean that she's not. Just because she got cheated on. You can look. Your personality has to suck. <laughs> okay, possibly. To keep that on. I don't know. I've been I just cheated on think, twice. You've been cheated on twice? Yeah. How many people have you dated? Two. two. You've dated two people who got cheated on both times? Yeah. Um, think I'm on a streak. Maybe you're similar to Halle Berry. <laughs> no, bitch, I'm amazing. <laughs> they just, just claim that her pussy do. was dry. Is your pussy dry? My pussy ain't dry. Okay, well then, stop accusing Halle Berry of the Halle bullshit. Halle Berry pussy is dry. Okay, let me tell you. Let me tell you who is way better than Eric Benet. Oh. Um, Kobe Bryant. <laughs> Kobe Bryant. 
uh, as what's the boy name? Charles Barkley was at Cobra Bryant. Cobra Bryant slept with this white girl, got accused of rape by the white girl, mm-hmm. and still managed to be the MVP. It's Kobe Bryant of the NBA. No for like 10 years in a row. I don't think that's the accurate, but the point is... The only one that cared was his wife. She they cared. got a divorce. No, she filed for divorce. But he didn't let it go. She didn't. I fucks He bought with that Kobe. million dollar ring. And best believe he was working on that shit. He was calling that bitch every night. Absolutely. Baby, I'm sorry. I'm a, I Now he didn't gave her a new baby. They happy. <laughs> that, hey, I don't know how happy they are. I think they have hit a stride. Yeah. And that's cool. If it I'm works for you, Vanessa and Kobe, y'all keep it moving. I'm glad that they were able to come to some type of a... Uh, Who's better than Kobe and Bill Clinton? Uh, I got one. Who? Iggy and Nick Young. Not a fucking chance. Girl, that shit was hilarious. They're this so garbage. Got, the bro code was violated <laughs> in this situation. Right, but she broke up with him, which means... See, that's what makes him not a dope cheater. The... Let me tell you, it we makes it about a dope the greatest si- cheaters right, of all but time. But it's a dope situation. Your teammate <laughs> secretly filmed your dumbass. Was it a secret? Yeah, secretly filmed him. Okay, which is a major violation of fucking Broco. And then all of a sudden, the video is, oh, I didn't know it got uploaded. It was hacked, <laughs> and all it is. And then Iggy went to Twitter and thanked his ass. I think his name was D'Angelo. <sighs> Yeah, D'Angelo Russell. This is a disaster. Thanked his ass on Twitter like, thanks, D, for the fucking assist. That's like your coworker and you working at, like, checking the cash. <laughs> <laughs> and you in the break room yeah, talking right, shit. Talking mad shit to and everybody. Recording you. And, and you just trying to do your job and his girlfriend come in and, like, See, I can't. I don't like that shit. Nah. That doesn't mean I don't. Mm-mm. Okay. So those are my my. I feel like the greatest cheaters of all time. You got more? Because that's that that I I don't know anybody who has cheated better and came <laughs> out on top the way uh, Kobe, Bill Clinton. That's true. Ursher, you know, they they were the MVPs. Of okay. Cheating. Who you got? Uh how about? Courtney Kardashian and Scott. Mm. Okay, He's still with Courtney. She right. just keeps taking a beating. Okay, so Courtney is uh, okay. Scott, I think, is a a opportunist all day, but he got this bitch on a string, right? Like, so I give it to him. Yeah, she keeps coming back. He yes, she allows the the cheating the um emotional digs that he makes to her because he's not the most supportive from what i remember i haven't watched the kardashians in years girl and i don't watch it at all i just look at the instagram post okay (laughs) yeah they're they're clearly back together clearly Mm -hmm. back together Mm -hmm. but um she took them back yeah yeah but they also have three kids. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> okay. If you can't keep your fucking penis in your pants, mm-hmm. get the hell out of my world. Just pay some child support. Okay. So do you, so you definitely, to circle back, you consider emotional cheating. That's cheating. Cheating. Right. Yeah. Because every relationship has like three facets to it. Mm-hmm. Emotional, mental, 
and physical. Okay. So so physical alone is not enough to keep a relationship. No. Okay. Right. You can have the best sex ever but can't talk about shit. Okay. Do you, do you feel like Okay, first of all, let me give the definition of what emotional cheating is. The term often describes a bond between two people that mimics the closeness and emotional intimacy of a romantic relationship while never being physically consummated. An yeah. emotional affair is sometimes referred to as an affair of the heart. Yes. So right. me and my guy now, mm-hmm. we connected emotionally first. Look at that. <laughs> beautiful. So beautiful. We did. We were emotionally connected first and okay. then the sex just made it even fucking better. Okay. So we took it to the next level. All right. Yeah. How is emotion an emotional affair any different than a close platonic friendship? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Let me think of a, a male female friendship. Okay. Did you see um not the best man? What's the one with Sinai Lathan and Tay Diggs? Oh, they both wood. were in that too, but not the wood. No, no, no. Um, brown sugar, brown sugar. Mm-hmm. They ended up getting together, but they initially were best friends, male wow. and female. It it doesn't exist. So you okay? You feel like men and women cannot have platonic relationships? They can have platonic relationships, but you can't be that close. <sighs> what if they grew up together? You end up fucking. No, <laughs> I disagree. Hello, music. Think about it. I didn't know the girl next door would have been you. Okay, that doesn't make it a fact. Because um, I would have been nice to you. Yeah, I remember. I you remember know that song? song? Vocals. You got vocals. <laughs> um, <laughs> can't happen. You end up fucking. I now, don't agree. I'm going to say this. I think men and women can have friendships. I don't think so. Now, okay. I think it's harder when you're attracted to each other. But I think it's if you very grow, because you can grow attracted to someone, you may not be initially attracted to them, but eventually, after getting to know them, so so after you're attracted to them, after having this friendship for twenty years, you should cut it off because now you have emotional feelings for them, or you think that they're physically attractive. You should stop being friends with them. Is that what you're saying? I don't think you should stop being friends with them, but I think that you should be very honest with where you two are. Honest with who? Each other and who else? Your partners? And if there's anything else involved. Are like, there any partners? Would you tell them? Like, listen, I'm starting to find my friend, John, attractive. You can't tell anyone that shit. Okay, you just, okay. You not telling him is that cheating because we talked it's about this cheating. earlier. You're cheating. <laughs> you're cheating. You're cheating. Uh-uh. The fact that you have a close friend that you're bringing into your home. I disagree. Meeting your kids. And mm-hmm. now all of a sudden you two are looking at each other like, ah. Uh. <laughs> What the fuck is that? Uh, you want to elaborate on what that means? Like you starting to see him when he helps you with the groceries. Yeah. I would expect my male friend to help me with groceries if I'm walking in and the house and he's pecks, there. Peck out. Stop you looking it. at him. He could be overweight. If we're attracted to each other, there's no he way He ain't overweight. <laughs> Stop sitting here talking bullshit. <laughs> You th- you think I can't be friends with overweight people? I ain't saying you can't be friends with overweight people, but a close friend of yours wouldn't be overweight. He'd be fuckable. What? Yeah. I have close friends that are 
Do not be reaching. Lies. I'm not lying. Oh, I can't tell you on the podcast because they <laughs> might listen. And I don't want to shame them. Oh, but they're pudgy. <laughs> <laughs> but also, I'm not physically attracted to them. However, I think you can have platonic friendships with somebody of the opposite sex. Do no. I think that it's more difficult when they are physically attractive? Yes. And you should set boundaries. Or avoid it altogether. But if my man, mm -hmm. my fiance, introduces me mm -hmm. to someone that he calls a friend and, and she this bitch is fuck. gorgeous, mm -hmm. me and him going to have a serious conversation that evening about this bitch. And you're going to tell him to not be friends with her? I'm not going to tell him not to be friends with her. What are you going to say? You're going to have to limit your contact with the bitch. Mm -hmm. We'll mark it off on a Does calendar. He need to tell you every single time? Mark, mark what off on a calendar? To, con to, to control the contact. Okay, that's <laughs> to keep up with it. That's the I'm dumbest shit ever. You, it's no, no, it's real. Brittany. Because let me tell you, shit happens. Okay, and you can't control what people do. No, and I'm not saying watch some person stalk some person or tell them or try to make their life hell. Mm -hmm. No, I'm not saying that. But mm -hmm. I just don't believe that men and women could be friends like that because I feel like at some point that man or that woman will cross the line, and then who's to say? Now, and maybe this needs to happen. Mm -hmm. Maybe it needs to happen because then it could test whether or not the person that you're in a relationship with really wants to be there with you. Mm -hmm. Because I don't believe in weak moments. Okay. I don't believe that, oh, my guard was down. Because I've had people try to kiss me, try to touch me, and I fucking G.I. Joe blocked that shit. <laughs> I saw that shit coming. Bow, bitch, what are you, you doing? You put a barbed wire up yes. in front of their ass. Whoa. Yeah, grown ass thing. man. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, no, I don't believe in weak moments. Weak moments means that your relationship is fucked up, and you were looking to find a way out. Fucked anyway. up? I don't believe that. Well, I think you can have a weak fucked moment. Fucked up is even relative. When you, yes, even when you are in a solid relationship, I think you can have a weak moment just because of the situation. Like, okay, are you kidding me? No, I'm a not. A weak moment. A weak moment. Weak bitch. moments okay. don't exist. Let me explain. It's let cheating me, or not. Nah. Let me. <laughs> I'm not. No, I'm not saying it's not cheating. I'm just saying you can't have a weak moment. And let me, let me give you. Not an example, but I want to know what your thoughts are. What do you think about a work wife? <laughs> Come on, spill it. <sighs> a work wife. Mm -hmm. Okay. People if you have a work husband and you have a real life experience with this shit, <laughs> were you not a work wife at one point? Um, point is, <laughs> <laughs> so no, 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 point not even to get into your life, but the point is, and, and that proves the point because now, what are we now? Yeah, uh -huh. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> true, true. Exactly. Right. That's a bad example, but uh, right. Okay, okay. So, so weak moment, you got to work wife, you have to work late and you I've get seen a videos of this shit on okay. cheaters <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> cheaters is not a good barometer for realistic I've seen shit videos of this uh, shit on cheaters this nigga work with that motherfucker they will go out to dinner then all of a sudden one dinner i'm working late babe working late turn into some car fucking 
Now that what? happens. That does happen. I do but not believe in weak moments. People seek shit out of people that they're no. missing from their current relationship. Okay, so you think that there's something missing from the current relationship yes. every single time that that cheating happens? Yes. If you're if you're really into having great conversation with your work person or whoever you meet, mm-hmm. then that means that conversation is lacking at home because there's no way you can upkeep both relationships. One thing that I found out through experience is once you find something that is satisfying you with what you're missing, it's mm-hmm. very difficult to entertain the shit that's not. Okay. So there's a complete disconnect. Yeah. You feel me? So when you're seeking shit from somewhere else and that whole 80-20 shit really stands yeah. like, you know, okay, I'm missing this 20%, but is it worth losing this 80%? Mm-hmm. But if you feel like that 80% is bullshit, then that 20% seems like 80%. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, it depends on the situation, but if you're seeking some type of emotional fulfillment, that's the worst kind. That's worse than fucking um, physical. Some men can cheat physically mm-hmm. and it means nothing they just right. literally just wants to get the dick off like mm-hmm. that's just it up and down yep. they straight mm-hmm. but emotionally mm-hmm. that leaves a, a fucking stamp that leaves yeah. a fucking imprint that person will always remember you and will always remember the time that they spent with you mm-hmm. and it seems like the person who who is in that spot has to overcome so much mm-hmm. in order to make up for what you found in this one person. Right. My issue, so emotional cheating for me is much harder for me to get over than physical cheating. Not that I would condone physical cheating or that I think that that's the move. Like you, you know, decide to get your rocks off with a stripper bitch. Like, well, I don't know why you would think that that's cool because that's not it's a lot of STDs <laughs> involved in man, that man it's a lot moving around here but an emotional affair to me is so much more significant because what I've experienced is that m- most times men are less emotional um, than women so right when they cheat on a physical level is because like physical or I'm sorry cheating physically for them isn't an emotional connection they're not cheating because they're not cheating because they want to have a an emotional connection with somebody. They're cheating because they want to have sex. Right. Um, with women, there was typically some sort of emotional attachment to the person. Mm-hmm. Whereas when men have an emotional affair with somebody and they're going on dates or they're spending time together and they're spending money, thinking about money shit, and trying all to make that, you laugh and shit. That to me, that's what you're supposed to get from me. So that is so much harder for me to get past if I can at all. Like, I don't even know if that that's something I can't. that I could get past. Like, nah, when it comes to deal breakers, that's, that's where I yeah. draw the line. And you know what? <sighs> deep, deep sigh. Look off into the distance. It's so crazy because you can avoid a lot of this through communication, mm-hmm. you know. And the people who end up staying in these relationships, even after communicating that they need certain things and it's not being given to them, mm-hmm. I only stand because of convenience. And I've been a victim mm. of this. Okay. I, I've done this. Not victim. I've been a perpetrator <laughs> okay. of this. You know. As long as you kept it real. I'm keeping it real. Like it's. <laughs> you stay because it's convenient. And right. it would be. It'll be too much to, 
to make changes in your situation at that time. So you you so-called ride it out, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. in hopes that you change your mind. But emotionally, when you're gone, mm-hmm. you're gone. There's like no way coming back from that. Right. You know. Um, so how do you feel about, um, say you do have a male friend. He's, you guys are just friends. Your significant other has accepted that. It's totally cool. No harm, no foul. How do you feel about accepting gifts from someone of the opposite sex for like the holidays, you know, Christmas, birthdays? Don't look at me like that. What are your thoughts on a fine line? It is a fine line. line. (laughs) Especially if it's a, let's say it's a, um, an expensive gift and potentially a nicer gift than what your significant other has come up with. Okay, so now you're just playing with fire. (laughs) But this is a friend of yours who gives you a gift every year. It's not his fault that you managed to eat or could afford it. (laughs) So (laughs) fucked up. Um, no. And don't you bring no bitches gift up in here either. (laughs) So you mean you would not accept the gift? I I would tell him don't do it and I wouldn't accept it. What if he gave it to you and you didn't know what it was till you opened it? That's how gifts work. Uh-huh. And I give it back. Because <laughs> no, it's, it's a fun. You would too, give it back. It's too much. Like you're investing. Gifts are investments. Right. But that, that's your friend of 10 years. Fuck that. No. We're friends beyond the gifts. Like you don't need to give me a gift to validate how much you care. Giving gifts is a materialistic. That's just like wedding rings. Mm-hmm. What do wedding rings show? Mm-hmm. Okay. Ownership. What? All right. What about him getting plane tickets for you and your significant other to go someplace like but but clearly it's something that could make your significant other feel um less less than you know like he got y'all tickets to paris and shit and he works for a power plant like he can't afford to ever do anything like that like it may have Nigga, we going to Paris. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And that's probably why he would do it. So that that sure. take the pressure off of him. But, but it's if for it makes me and your him. spouse feel a certain way. Then I give him back. You give it back. Yeah. Okay. You wouldn't try to work through the insecurity <laughs> the insecurity I would. of your partner. Like, I would at that point. I know, I know I know you don't like this. But we always wanted to go to Paris. We wanted to, we, you know, ugh. let's just do it. You working 40 hours a week. We not going to do it until 2030. <laughs> and so I feel like we should just do it. And I'll stop talking to John. Like, we don't have to be friends with him no more. <laughs> right. I would try to work it out with okay. that, with the Paris shit. But little gifts like diamond earrings and gifts yeah. of sentiment, mm-hmm. like, Nah, fam. What you doing? I think jewelry of any kind is way too intimate to give to somebody that's not. You want to give me something? Give me a Walmart gift card for the crib. Okay, what about a watch though? Because a watch isn't an intimate gift, but it can't be expensive. It's timeless. <laughs> okay, would you give it back though? Yes. <laughs> oh God, I'm, I might keep the watch. I fucks with watches though. It might be. A that's why you should thing. give it back. No, because you fuck with watches. What if I'm a collector? Which I'm not, but what if exactly. I was? That's how you should give it back. What if I was a collector? No. These are hypotheticals. I need you to work through them, Brittany. I'm telling you no. <sighs> okay. Well, I want to move into 
a quick segment on the fine lines between like ethics, morals, and emotions. Mm-hmm. So you uh, you have a spouse, and this is a spouse at this point. Um, you've been married for years. You find out he's passed away. Mm-hmm. You know, God forbid, knock on wood. Um, and you find out that he has a child outside of your relationship. Um, the child is, you know, seven. Doesn't have to be a baby baby, but, you know. Um, the mother intentionally kept the child away because she knew, like, you know, this wasn't appropriate. I was wrong. Um, he's roughly been a good dad as much as he could be, but, you know, you have your own life. You have a wife. You have kids with your wife, and I stayed out of it. He left, you know, all all of it to you as a wife, not to his kids because he's like, look, my wife gets everything. She'll disperse it as necessary. Would you make sure that this other child was also well taken care of? Like, say he left you a, a grip, like... A guap. Is that still a thing? Do people still say that? A guap. Well, I don't even know exactly. Big Sean said it. Okay. Yes. That's someone I should be listening to. (laughs) (laughs) So I think it's a thing. I think it's a thing. But he said it like three years ago. Okay. Um, So I don't don't think I've heard it lately. I'm going to listen to a new song and I'm going to find out if if it's in there. This is my nerd vibe that comes through on occasion. Cool. I listen to I Tony like I, Braxton radio in the car. No, no, no. That counts because I, I just don't know sometimes if my black card needs to be revoked. Mm, not sure. I'll let you know. Okay. Could you? Because mm-hmm. sometimes I'm not yeah. sure. Okay. That's a rough question, Casey, because I'm an asshole with shit like that. <laughs> I don't care. You don't care. No. Like, what if... It depends on how it was done. So if I went my entire marriage and didn't know about this, this little boy... Mm-hmm. Then he dies. Mm. And then... what? The baby dies. No. Oh. Your husband. The husband dies. Yes. And then this baby comes through. Mm -hmm. I may take care of the baby at that point. Because then I feel like, damn, he did everything in his power to keep this away from me. Like, what if... Right. And what if the the mother is struggling? Right. I may do something. Okay. At that point. Mm -hmm. But if you were... I don't know. Like, it just depends on how it's positioned to me. How it's brought to me. I think I'd be... If I was hurt in any kind of way or felt any kind of scorn in mm-hmm. any kind of way, I think I made. You don't think a, a baby on the side would just immediately make you scorn? It would. I, I go through a ray, an array of emotions. Sure. But I think that <laughs> at the end of the emotional roller coaster, mm-hmm. I would say, you know what, Brittany, these niggas are homeless. Uh, <laughs> let so me at least. What if they're not homeless? What if they're comfortable? Okay. And. He left everything to you. Right. And in the will, he says, he writes a letter. Brittany, my love. Okay. I would like it if you would oh. spit, split this, this amount of money, not all of my money. You keep the rest. But this amount of money, I would like you to split it between our kids. And I have this other kid. I never told you about him. But he's out there. I would like you to give him this. Would you do it? I had to set up a college fund for the baby. Okay. That's it. I, Brittany. I, I fucks with you. And let me tell you why. <laughs> I said, that's all you get. Because, listen, that's reasonable. 
I think that a lot of people would think from an emotional place and they would be so hurt. They'd yeah. be like, fuck that kid, fuck the chick, fuck everybody because he stepped out on me. Like, I don't care what happens to y'all. Right. I don't care if you get hit by a bus. I don't care that this baby is my kid's sibling. I don't care about any of that. They would keep that money no matter how comfortable they were and they wouldn't do anything about it. Me, I think very logically, even when I feel emotion. Right. Like I'm, a, I, I'm an emotional person about certain things, but if it logically doesn't make sense to me, I can't justify it. So for me, from a logical perspective, I would absolutely take care of this other child because A, if that's what he asked me to do, I would follow his wishes like that's I, it would be a no brainer for me. I wouldn't even consider anything else. If it was up to me, I would from a moral perspective, like this child is his child and this is my, my children's sibling and I got to do it. You know, what if this child turns out to be Bill Gates? Bruh. <laughs> I can't. I helped you, bro. I helped you, bro. <laughs> I was in your life I when I didn't life. have to be. Exactly. I didn't come to your football game, <laughs> but I dropped that ten stacks on you. Exactly. Which got your uniform. <laughs> <laughs> so let me hold some. Right. <laughs> I'm old. Come hook me up. I'm old as hell out here. Yeah. I think. um Definitely set up a college fund. Mm -hmm. Make sure he had about 60 grand to get through college. Mm -hmm. um, 60 grand? What year are you talking about? Uh, no, that's just sophomore year. <laughs> uh, okay. what college we'll you see what about? college he ends up at. City colleges of Chicago. <laughs> you talking about? Girl, that's cheap. Nigga. But what's, it, what's college? 30-something a year now? 30 Depends on the school. But yeah, but that could be a state university. Don't let him try to go to uh, Rutgers. Well, let's hope this nigga get a scholarship. <laughs> he gonna go to University of North Carolina. Oh, he wow. gonna be a fucking Tar Heel <laughs> and trying to pay seventy thousand a like, year. You better go stand in that financial aid line. <laughs> Shit, I only had your first two years, nigga. <laughs> I put something on it. Put something on it. You just starting. Some students are already right. thirty thousand in debt. Right. But um. So to wrap this, not to wrap it up, but I do have one last um scenario, and I think this is something that's very common when it comes to fine lines and trying to find that uh place okay um especially in, in emotional situations um and especially when it comes to women and the things that men tell them <laughs> <laughs> don't laugh so if a, if a man is saying i don't want a relationship or i'm um, not looking for anything long term um, however, they get into this thing. God bless you. You just, your whole, uh, headphones just flew off your face. Um, they get into this, uh, situationship, which is legitimately a word at this point. And she's aware of where his head is. No, at. no, no. I ain't even done. Okay. So no, no, no. Let me finish. Okay. Cause this is the thing. Okay. So they get into this situationship and he is doing all the things that a, a boyfriend would do to the point where th it's hard to tell that there there's a difference. Like he's not ever missing. He shows up for everything. Her family knows him. He is nurturing. He's filling all the roles. Like he's doing everything that a significant other would do. 
if he said from the beginning, I was I'm not ever looking for anything. And then, you know, a year down the road, they get into the discussion of where are we? And she says, you know, what what is this? What are we doing? And he's like, oh, I told you I wasn't looking for anything. But knowing her role, like what's the line between her being stupid and her actually knowing what the role was and being logical about he's it. He's a piece of shit. Well, that's obvious. Because <laughs> he's because, a shitty uh, person. Here's for, the deal. Mm-hmm. Because when you get into a point with a person and you say, um, hey, but you're great. Um, but I'm not really looking for something, um, you know, exclusive. Mm-hmm. I'm just looking to have a good time. Okay, cool. This is the beginning of shit. You set the precedence. High five. Great job. Mm -hmm. Great job for letting me know because at this point I can make a decision to continue or not. Right. Right. But even if I decide to continue, Mm -hmm. I still have the freedom to date outside of you because you just let me know that a relationship is not what you're looking for. And even though we have a good time together, Mm -hmm. I'm looking for a relationship. So how many women do that when they especially when they're getting all their needs met? Why would they search? Why would they search? Mm -hmm. But here's the deal. Right. So. I was going to make another point before you said that. My, my bad. So she has the right to go ahead and step outside of him, okay. right, mm-hmm. without any questions asked. Right. If he calls and she's busy, she's busy. Mm-hmm. Don't ask me no fucking questions. Right. But I would assume in this situation, mm-hmm. he's Johnny on the spot and he's with her all the time. Right. He's staying over. He has a drawer. Mm-hmm. He's showing up at the family right. shit, which is a number one no-go right. if you're trying not to be serious. you trying to be on some son-in-law shit exactly. and not be the son-in-law. So you got the audacity to sit here and play the role to occupy me. Mm-hmm. But then when it comes down for you to make a decision on where we are, now you want to go back to the whole, oh, I don't want to take responsibility for the fact that I've occupied you Mm -hmm. for the last year. Mm -hmm. And you've occupied me because clearly you have not given this woman an opportunity to go out and be social and date because you filled in those roles that a boyfriend would. She should have showed up to those events Mm -hmm. by herself. So, but, But whose fault is that? It's both of their faults. He's shitty because he filled in a role when he should have stepped back. Let her go alone. Mm -hmm. She should have acknowledged, oh, wait, we're spending way too much time together and Mm -hmm. this isn't going anywhere. Mm -hmm. So let me go ahead and not answer his call tonight and do something else. (sighs) Okay. But it's difficult to do. And I understand that because when, like you said, you're getting all your needs met. He's Mm -hmm. the perfect guy. Mm -hmm. He fits your standards. So why steer out? Maybe he's growing into something else. Maybe it started off like this, mm-hmm. but now he's into, you know, trying to see if this will turn into something great. Right. But then you risk the the chances of getting your life stomped on when he says, no, I'm not really interested in something, something serious. Right. You are, you are putting yourself out there. And I think that it's, it's very natural to ease into this comfort zone of, oh, well, it's kind of an unspoken thing. We're totally in a relationship because clearly that's what we've been doing all this time but he could always come back to that first thing that he said but the issue is he like you said he's a shitty person like oh, you he, know he knew what he was doing he knew what he was doing the whole, but i don't want you but i don't want nobody else to want you either can she avoid taking ownership for allowing herself because the thing is like okay if he told you that from the onset you don't even invite he doesn't even know that there's a picnic he doesn't know that you're having family or uh, christmas at your family's house like if he told you that isn't that on her to make certain that she doesn't allow herself 
to be heartbroken. It's 50-50. Because even if she slipped and invited him, hey, mm -hmm. we're having a family reunion. Come through us at the park. Mm -hmm. In her mind, she could think, oh, it's so lax. Like, yeah. whatever. Right. He should think, no, nah, that's your family reunion. I don't want to fuck with that. Why should he think that? Like, if, if, if his intentions are to eat, drink, hang out with friends because her friends are there, why should he care that he's in that space because what does family do that's not his problem though it's not because he problem, made it but clear it, it will that be he did his problem because now he will have that conversation with her that he doesn't want to have that he tried to avoid through this entire thing mm -hmm. by letting her know in the beginning mm -hmm. when you start to assume roles of shit mm -hmm. you pick up the responsibility of it that's just like if you in an office setting you're not a manager mm -hmm. but you start training people and doing mm -hmm. shit now you doing shit that you ain't getting paid for mm -hmm. and people are going to rely on you to do that because mm -hmm. you've opened the door for you to show what the fuck you really know and now you ain't getting paid for that you're not getting compensated for your work mm -hmm. same shit okay so you come to my family reunion mm -hmm. now my family is gonna be asking like oh is he the one he's great mm -mm. he's nice how do you introduce him at the at the my picnic? friend my friend okay so that's on you and you know what mm -hmm. it's on him because he showed up in that setting right you set you put yourself in that situation mm -hmm. if you never showed up care. like that, his goal and he is should not care. to meet your family because my goal is because it's summertime shy i'm trying to turn up have a no. good time you invited me to you don't go picnic. there it's not my fault you don't go there that you wanted to introduce me to your family it you is. said i was your friend so why should i no you still why send is that the an obligation message. to me you still send the wrong message you still send the message that, okay, this could go somewhere else because I'm willing to meet this side of you. I'm mm -hmm. willing to know this side of you. That's just like, I think I told you a couple nights ago, I hate when people volunteer personal information about them that I really don't want to hear because it means that you're trying to take me into a new space oh, of yeah. you. <laughs> right. Like, I don't want to know right. about that shit, G. Nope. <laughs> because now Hold it. you look at me like, oh, I'm someone who I you can trust with that. And you opened up. Fuck no, no <laughs> flag on the play. I don't care. Right. Damn, it's fucked up. What do I say? Yeah. You know, because no. I don't really care. Mm -mm. So you open the door for you to be grouped into that conversation and even have the conversation. Right. When if you just would have said, "No, nah, you with your family," I'll holler at you afterwards. Bring me a plate. Okay, that's a nigga statement. Mm. Bring me a plate. <laughs> don't forget the chicken. <laughs> Y'all got ribs? Ooh, what you cook, babe? Right, Bring right. me what you cook. I went to this day party. Bring me a plate. Bring me a plate. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Do like, you nah. Did you, I don't know if you saw this, but uh, Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle, did you see that Christmas video they put out? Mm-hmm. Okay. Did you notice anything that was missing from the video? <laughs> you may not, it may not have been super obvious, but I'll let you know if you're not sure. Oh, that uh, extra baby. Didn't he have an extra baby? Yeah, the break baby. The break baby. Was missing. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Gabrielle clearly decided to, uh, Gabrielle Union clearly decided to let that go or right. marry him anyway. Yeah. After the break baby. Yeah. Um, if she was so unhappy or uncomfortable with the baby, being in the video or just being a part of the family in general do you think that she shouldn't have married him or take the opposite like because she god bless you because she um accepted the baby um 
do you think it's her obligation to make sure that the baby is included in family functions and in the Christmas video and the no. whole thing? Okay, why? It's Dwayne's uh, responsibility. Who's to say mm-hmm. that the baby just wasn't available? <laughs> Maybe the mother of What's the, the baby, baby doing? What's the baby got going With on? With his mom. We recording, fam. Like, right. you need to clear up your but schedule, baby. the mom of the baby <laughs> just is that type of bitch. Like, it's not Gabrielle's job to go out of her way mm-hmm. to make that baby feel a part of that family. It's Dwayne's responsibility. Why not if she accepted the fact that he has a baby outside of their marriage? Because... You don't think that's the obligation of a step parent to accept these children that yeah. are clearly his and that 100%. are a, he's a package deal. He's a package deal. So why right. is that not a part of her but job? But it's not her job to go out of her way. She can say to him, turn to him, babe, you got to make sure you get the other baby. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll call the mom tomorrow. Cool. Three if- days later. Hey, did you check about the other baby? Yeah. The other baby. (laughs) Her mom didn't return our phone calls. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Keep it fucking moving. Mm. She ain't Mother Teresa. And I I don't give a fuck who you are. Mm -hmm. If any break baby happens, Mm -hmm. you feel a certain kind of way about it. Because it's like, nigga, really? I don't even know that it was necessarily a break baby. That's what they told us. I don't think it was a break baby. I I think think it happened while they were together. And that's, I mean, if she decides that wasn't a deal breaker for her, I respect that. Like, I don't. Right. What's a deal breaker for one person is not a deal breaker for someone else. So I don't judge Every relationship is different. But. If you accepted that and you decided to marry him anyway, he is a package deal. He is. But she ain't supposed to go out there, ride to the bitch house, kidnap the baby to make sure the baby's available for the fucking video. Put this on the baby. Right. No. The baby's in the video with us. No. I need you to put this baby. No, it's on him to take that extra step. She includes the baby. Mm-hmm. But it that's his baby. It is. I ain't even had no babies with you yet, nigga. Right. Are you kidding me? Right. You, I asked you about the baby. Right. You said you was going to call a bitch. You, you got your call- nephew and the two boys. We in this bitch and the other baby. I can't account for this baby. I, I, I don't can't. know what you, you want me to I do. I asked you. You said you called the bitch. The bitch didn't answer. <laughs> I don't know what else to do for you. Right. I, I did, did my part. You going to ride down on the hoe, which <laughs> I don't even think I want you to because you don't know how to keep your dick in your pants. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> or the bitch gonna show up or not like right. i don't know what to do for you like right. but i'm sure she accepts the baby yeah she doesn't seem like you know no a, gabby uh, i don't want to speak on gabby's personality because i don't know her right um she gets a bad rap of being called like um stuck up and i don't think she is though you know i don't know i don't i don't I have a hard time judging celebrities because I don't know them. And right. a lot of times when I meet them, um, it's the opposite of what society says that they are. So right. I try my best not to judge. I'm not Mother Teresa, though. Like, Kanye kicked pile of fucking rocks. I mean, I <laughs> fucks with Life of Pablo, but that nigga crazy as hell. Um, but no, we I saw this post on about Gabby and, and Dwayne Wade. Um, on a, on my cousin's page and I saw people going back and forth like yeah Gabby look like she don't want the baby in his life and the whole thing and I was like 
I agree with you. Like, it does not matter what Gabby wanted. That is his child. And it is his obligation to make sure that the child is included. But like you said, the child may have been unavailable. The mother may not have been comfortable with the baby being in front of the camera. She's not ready for that yet. Or, you know, whatever the case. Or not at all. Maybe she wants her child to have a a very normal life. And, you know, people don't need to know that your dad is a celebrity. And I want you to go to normal school and all this stuff. Like, we don't know what the situation is is with the mother exactly so it's not um, fair to put no, that it's on not. gabby it's not and, and I, do that shit I thought that was unfair. in the black community tearing each other down right but it's not fair to do that because speaking of which what in hidden figures mm. uh which came out friday y'all need to support uh don't spoil the fucking movie i'm not i'm me. not i'm not i promise uh alfie was like don't be giving us spoilers right like alpha promise i did i spoil it no (laughs) relax i'm not gonna spoil it but what it did remind me especially during that time period was how supportive black people and black women were toward each other mainly because they didn't have a choice it was like it's us against the world right now right so that's that it was disheartening to see how broken our community has been or has become because we so busy trying to get money we so busy trying to ball out and and be independent and and get out the hood and it's like you know buy your hood build up the hood you know like i was um listening to um brilliant idiots podcast recently and they were Uh talking about that and they they kind of went on a tangent about it. And there were a couple of things I disagree agree with. They were talking about like Chicago violence and they do feel like, you know, it's time to incorporate the government and maybe the National Guard does need to make the, the neighborhood safer before um, before anything else. And I don't I don't know. I mean, I think it's a short term fix. I think that's a, a band aid. But I don't think that's a band aid. Bringing in the National Guard will just incarcerate more people. Mm absolutely i mean that for sure that's not a that's not a fix but what about getting the the number of guns that are in our communities is ridiculous like the fact that they could just go over to indiana which is 15 minutes away and buy a gun with no background check no nothing what are we supposed to do about that like when you have extreme poverty no resources no uh, programs, no nothing. That's what happens. Like you know, you you think black people are savages, but you put white people in the same situation, you'll see how civilized they are. But here's the deal, though: those guns are not coming Insert from sarcasm because right. that was for real sarcasm. <laughs> it like, was like they're not civilized <laughs> no. at all. Um, the deal is those guns are not coming from licensed buyers. No, they're coming. Well, true, true. They're coming Some in crates. Though. They're coming in crates, right? And they're coming. Um, hot stolen from somewhere Mm -hmm. okay um it's crazy because you talk about poverty but then there's money to buy guns there's money to buy drugs there's money to you know sure to to fuck your community up i don't think that it has anything to do with the national guard and the crime rate honestly just um shows that you know everybody is fighting over opportunity Mm -hmm. everybody is fighting over money Mm -hmm. That's all this is like. It's really the dumbest shit you've ever seen in your life at mm-hmm. this point because these kids are so young right. and they have no values, they have no morals, mm-hmm. they have no way out in their mind. So I think that 
the government needs to tighten up on their gun laws, sure. But the government Chicago, also Illinois has some of the strictest gun laws though. Right. right. But they need to come in and actually provide better opportunity for people who want to see themselves excel. Right. Like it's just really all about opportunity. Mm-hmm. People feel like there's no way out or this right. is all that I have. These are the cars right. that I'm dealt. And they're buy they're sometimes many kids are buying guns to protect themselves in the community so that right. they you're can't dealing survive. with a lot of social issues. Yeah. A lot of issues where people are growing up in homes that have never seen an opportunity um, to do any better than where they're at. A lot of these people are on Section 8 and that's as far as it goes. Mm-hmm. So if I always feel like don't come in and, and, and douse your community with money. Mm-hmm. Not my community. Because I don't know where the fuck all these other black people are from. Mm-hmm. But my niggas that I know will take that money and spend that money. On what? They, it, girl, niggas will be laced from head to toe. Okay? <laughs> Chains. Ch- niggas. Chains. <laughs> Frames. What you say? Frames and chains. Frames and chains. I got that from Lil Rel. Jays. Frames and chains. Right. Jays and everything. <laughs> I don't think money is the is the answer. Money. Because you have specifically to specifically just money. Just money. Right. I think that you have to change a way of thinking. Right. And it takes time. Mm-hmm. It takes repetition mm-hmm. to change the brain. Right. On how it thinks. Mm-hmm. So if you start early with creating real legit programs and real legit like passageways for students to get through um grammar school middle school high school and there's actually a passage for college like okay i want to go to tennessee state Mm -hmm. but i stay in chicago my mother's on section eight Mm -hmm. i don't know who my daddy is Mm -hmm. so how the fuck am i gonna move even if i got accepted right how the fuck am i gonna move from chicago Mm -hmm. to tennessee state and move into my dorm i may get all the financial aid in the world how the fuck am i get there right can't walk can't walk. I don't have a car. Can't she Uber. Can't pay, she can't pay to put me even on the train. Right. And even when I get from the train, I got bags on bags on bags. Right. How the fuck am I going to get to? It's discouraging. Yeah. It's, so when People I say, don't think about the, the small things that are not available are to people. Very, very important. Yeah. Like, dude, like provide opportunity for these kids to go from one fucking life. Mm hmm. Mm hmm platform Mm -hmm. to the next right like and then you will see a lot of kids taking that opportunity right and i I promise and i and it this totally applies to what we're talking about because there is a fine line between what we would consider just savagery savagery and people who are just doing what they have to do to To survive survive. it's really what's happening yeah and these kids are so young Mm -hmm. and they're so vicious Mm -hmm. because they don't know anything any better right and here's the deal. Like if you as an individual don't know what you can do, like, man, we got to. That's the first problem right there. We got to don't worry about what we're doing, because collectively there's a lot that we need to do. You need to ask yourself, what am I doing today? I spent time with some college girls and talked to them about finance because that's my area of expertise and it was so gratifying and the the light bulbs that were going off for them and you know they were um in college some were about to come out of college and the whole thing and to give them um resources on how to budget when they come out of college or just with the money that they have now or and teaching them what a credit score means and the whole thing like just those basic things are setting them up to not be in the same situations that their parents are in or whatever the case. And so that little bit, like that girl that I may have touched today 
you know, pat on the back for Casey. Oh my God. You know what I'm saying? But she's um, gonna take that home and relay that take, information. Right, and home. she's gonna pass that down to her daughter and her son. And and so I could have individually created a family of wealth. Yes. You know what I the, did? Which the black community is lacking. You know what I did? What? When I was in my Caucasian car okay. today, uh-huh. every bucket boy I saw, I yes. gave a few dollars. Shut your mouth. What? Why in was my your Caucasian car? Cause? Why is your car Caucasian? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know why it's considered that. I'm just embodying Joan the Scammer. Y'all know who the fuck she is. <laughs> Which is amazing. Did you have a glass of champagne though? Right, right, In right. a fur coat. In a fur coat. That's all my, I want to know. my blonde wig in my <laughs> Caucasian car with my Caucasian friends. All right. Do we have any uh, celebrity relationship stuff this week? Uh, I don't know. Maybe Chris Brown and Soulja Boy. You know what? <laughs> I don't I, know how we could just totally they, look over that. What relationship? Okay. My issue, first of all, we coming into 2016 with, or 2016, 2017 with this bullshit. I'm this so disappointed. We're having a fight party, bitch. <laughs> I'm not going. We're I'm not having supporting a this. I Tequila Tales is having a fight party. <sighs> no, Wait for the fucking, because Don't once, once to the Brittany. TV comes on, we shot that nigga. What? 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 Then all of a sudden, Isaac came in and was like, yo, who shot this nigga down here? And I'm like, yo, Isaac, you got some pretty skin. (sighs) Shot that nigga. (laughs) What are you even talking about right now? I need you to get, that's a Soulja Boy challenge. I need you to get. Oh, that's fucking funny. I forgot about that. Oh, that's funny. I'm very amused. I'm very amused. Okay, no, Let's that's see what hilarious. I'm dealing with here. Uh, I know. I my black card. It's it's brown. Bitches opaque. She's off white. Um, but no, I think what really stood out for me, and this is maybe the the black feminist in me, um, that stood out in this whole situation was when Karuchi chimed in, which she shouldn't have done. Like, girl, just stay out of it. Don't say anything. What did she say? She, I don't know the exact, I'm going to have to look it up. I don't really care enough to, to do so, but she chimed in like, basically, you know, this is stupid. We need to squash this beef. It was very positive. You know, she was just saying, it's not worth it for you all to be going back and forth the whole thing, um, which I agreed with, but you know, your man, your ex-boyfriend is volatile as fuck, right? And he's, he regrets. (laughs) the shit he did he right. had a baby on her listen look he, he needs I don't, to move on find that bitch he had a baby we to talk about chris brown's regrets but <laughs> <laughs> but so this nigga long. decided uh to clap back and basically was like bitch like you wouldn't be who you are today if it wasn't for me like he didn't say that verbatim but basically like calm the fuck down don't stay in your lane you are who you are because of me. You are making money because of me. And Chris Brown said this to Karuchi. Nigga. Yes, he did. As he lost his fucking mind. This is the same Chris Brown. Stop being surprised. This is the same I'm a, shit. I'm 100% surprised. No, like you're not. Like a mom going to go bail her child out from jail. Stop. This is the Chris Brown. We know surprised. and love. His PR person is the worst fucking PR person oh on God. earth. Fire this bitch. Nigga, stop letting him use his social media account is all I'm saying. Just like Donald Trump says. But it was the most misogynistic and 
It's like he took ownership of her entire life. Now, I don't disagree that people know who she is because of him. I mean, obviously, we wouldn't know who she was if it wasn't for their relationship. But don't act like you wasn't fucking in love with Karuchi. And that we, like, you didn't do her no favors. You and fell still in love. not in love with right, the bitch. Right, right. Nigga, you in her DMs. You putting comments under her pictures, like, still want it. Chris, you, it's not like she paid you money to put her on. You, you fell in love with her you had a relationship with her and by osmosis she became famous yeah and that's you calling her from fucking rehab thanking your goddamn fans <laughs> nigga i saw the video you calling her you ain't call your mama right you ain't call your punk ass pr person Child you ain't call up. rihanna hey, you rihanna. call her <laughs> right so i Chris have Brown, don't make me slap you all i know is 50 cent done jumped into this Mike Tyson, Can I money say he's team. fucking hilarious. I hate Fifty Cent. Fifty so Cent is hilarious. Him. He's the pettiest nigga on the planet. He's bored. I can't. And th- rich. Why are you bored? You rich as fuck. Like find things to do. He's finding it. Chris Brown is such a boy. <laughs> He's involving himself yes. in the most worthless fight of 2017. We are having a fight party. Just so <sighs> okay. all of our Chicago people no. just know that it's not going to be a thing. Tales. It's going to be us. It's happening in front of the television. Omar gonna pay for it and we're gonna watch it. (laughs) Wait for the info. It's to come. It's not to come. It's to come. That's enough. Okay. Let's shut this down. (laughs) You done? You finished or you done? Am I done? I mean you're chewing, so I feel like you're done. First off, let me tell y'all something about alcohol. (laughs) It makes you hungry. You gotta feed it. Okay. (laughs) Get the fuck out of here. I'm sorry. That's but yeah, I'm hysterical. Done. I'm I complete. Do. Okay. I'm well, whole. Thank you, Brittany. I love you. I love you too. Okay. Well, thank you all for listening. This is the Tequila Tales Unleashed podcast where we cover everything love and relationships. Be sure to follow us on all of our social media channels at the Tequila Tales. We've been blowing up on the internet. Um, I'm, about to, I'm about to drop a bomb on y'all. So if you are in the Chicagoland area, uh-oh, wait for it. If you are not in the Chicagoland area and you want to travel to the Chicagoland wait area, wait for it. The Tequila Tales 4-year anniversary. What? Is coming. And we Brown are having break your back. the break your events back. of the year on Bouncing Break Your Back. Wait for it. Wait for it. Valentine's Day. Ah! Uh-huh. <laughs> February 14th. All the details are on our website at thetequilatales.com. So for tickets, they are going to sell out. I promise you. We have been on a hiatus in this city since June. Um, the only way in the door is with a ticket. Absolutely. So and for those of you <laughs> who cannot make it to the show, yes. if you would like to donate to the movement for yes. us to come to your city, yes. do not hesitate to donate. We appreciate all of the donations mm. towards Tequila Tales Absolutely. and the movement right. that helps us be mobile yes. and helps us get around to you. Absolutely. So in addition to that, if you um, we have sponsorship spots available still for the Tequila Tales uh, anniversary, it's going to be huge. And it's not just the people that are in that room. We have so much digital content that we're sharing, so many amazing ways to spread your brand. So if you are interested and it's a great fit, 
uh, we are accepting sponsorship opportunities. So definitely reach out at, at uh, I'm sorry, info at thetequilatales.com and we will reach out to you. So um, also with this podcast, if you're enjoying it, if you've been listening, if you're still listening, because we're on episode like 39. It's not and 39. Like two hours a piece. Right. It's not 39. But the point is, if you're still listening. It's a bunch of them. Share it. We're on iTunes. We're on SoundCloud. All we're all fine podcasts. Tune in. Yes, all of those things. We're all fine podcasts are listed. Um, we're there. We're just not on Spotify yet. We're gonna be there though. That's okay. Right. We, y'all wait on it. Wait just on. Wait it. for it. <laughs> it happen when it happens. Y'all know. Right. But if there's also any topics that you'd like us to cover, um, any questions you might have, definitely send us to send them to us, info at the tequilatoes.com. But we thank you for listening. We love you all and we'll see you next week. Boop. Boop.